0: What are you doing here? It's challenge there. You know we've influenced nearly every facet of white America. From our music, to our style of dress, walk, talk, dress, mannerisms. We enrich your very existence. You should say thank you, man.
1: Everybody has issues. Everybody has uh, you know these these bumps in the road that that we that we come across, uh, fears and things like that. Uh, one of the main things that I have that I have uh, noticed with this this process, this journey that I'm on, um, a lot has brought me face to face with some of my fears. Um, a lot of my fears uh, we all you know we all have fears as as Muslims or as, as believers in general uh, we have this this uh, this idea this creed that you should live by that you fear nothing but God
2: right you know
1: there there's nothing but nothing to fear but a lot you know don't give that power to anything else in your life we can understand that but living our lives we have fears it's it's a natural emotion. We have fears, uh, so being diagnosed um, and having to go through the, the treatment, the plan of treatment that that I'm on, it's brought me face to face with a lot of fears. Uh, you mentioned something about the needles, uh, which is <laughs> which is really uh, that that hits me. You know. That...
2: Welcome to the Black Blue Podcast. I'm your host, Tariq Alamine. I greet you with the greetings of peace. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. I pray this is reaching you and your family, your loved ones in the best of health and spirit. Uh, if that is not the case, hold on. As my grandmother would say, stay in prayer. It works. It is never in vain. Uh, that voice that you heard, that was my youngest sister, Halima Elamine. She passed from this life. She transitioned um, on the 28th of December. At around 3 or 3 p.m. She had been diagnosed with triple negative breast cancer a bit over two years ago. I had the opportunity to have a couple of conversations with her that were recorded and she shared some of her her thoughts, some of her insights uh, as she was in the midst of that battle. uh, Optimistic, uh, prayerful, hoping to uh, recover and make it through. And there's a lot that she said that I think hopefully hopefully will be a benefit uh to you uh and and maybe to someone that may also be going through similar circumstances she would have been 41 years old on february 28th and in my family you know as all families have their different traditions Uh, in my family we have a tradition on birthdays we call the rounds Uh, This is something started by my mother. She instituted this in our family. Wow, I can't exactly remember when. I just always remember it. Maybe around my 10th birthday, right? So many, 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 many years ago. Um, But before I have her come on and explain to you the rounds, I just want to let you know what to expect. Uh, in this episode, you will hear the voices of family members Giving Halima her roses, uh, so to speak And that'll all make sense to you uh, After you hear my mother, uh, Zakiya Zakia And you'll also hear Halima You'll hear words from her uh, from those uh, previous conversations That we were able to have So let's start at the beginning with my mother Sakia.
3: The rounds, okay, is something that I felt as a family we needed. Um, Looking at other families uh, back then, and especially my family, uh, going to funerals, everybody was, you know, you're sad and you're grieving and whatever. And the majority of the conversation was uh, you're gone too soon, I didn't tell you this, or I didn't know so-and-so, whatever, uh, the regrets. So I thought that instead of waiting until you are in a, a casket and you can't you can't dialogue with that person, that I think it's important that you tell people, you tell your loved ones how you feel about them you know, on, on each birthday. And so we started doing that. The the purpose being that you replenish the feeling of of support, of love that your family has for you because the world's gonna beat up on you anyway. And a lot of times you feel like you're alone because of whatever situation you're in, but you know that at some point, yeah, a birthday, that your family has told you how much they love you. They've given you examples of things that you've done that you've never even thought about, you know, or that didn't think it was, a, it was significant. So rounds to me are the way that we replenish our spirit through our family. And we let them know that they're, you know, we got their back. We, we support them, we love them. And, and we do that every year. For everybody in our family,
2: of course, it's it's your journey. It's it's that person's journey. And I mentioned did I mention the uh, statistics? No, no, I don't think. No, I I don't think okay, so look, let's let's pause for a quick second. I want to share um, because I'm sure that there are people who are listening. If they have not gone through this, they they have family members, they have friends right. who who've gone through similar circumstances. And right now in the U.S. Um, about one in eight women, which is uh, roughly 12%, mm-hmm. will develop invasive breast cancer over the course of her lifetime. In 2019, an estimated 268,600 new cases of invasive breast cancer are expected to be diagnosed in women in the U.S., along with 62,930 new cases of non-invasive breast cancer. Those are, those are tremendous uh, numbers. Yeah. those are high numbers and when we read these numbers a lot a lot of times we think about someone else right it's it's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah it's wild <laughs> to think like wow i'm one of those people yes yes right i'm one of those people but then let's talk a bit about the the family around it um the support system around it how how all of that uh comes into play as well because we had a you know we had our crying moment and we you gave us the uh, diagnosis, right? And everybody's like, you know, oh, uh, you know, yeah, Um of tears. Yeah, and then you pull yourself back, you know. But talk a bit about the the, the, the family aspect, and and was that a difficult, this uh, was that a difficult reveal?
1: Wow, wow. I I don't even think that I have thought about that moment until just now. Um, I I haven't thought about that moment in a long time. So I remember. Oh boy! It was during Ramadan. Yep. And uh, everybody was fasting, and uh, we went to uh, my oldest sister's uh, home, and and there was a, a family meeting called uh, on my behalf, mm-hmm. and um, we broke fast together. Um, I wasn't fasting because I remember feeling like something was going on and something was wrong and 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 me feeling like you know what i probably shouldn't be fasting um at the rate that i was losing weight and you know my health i knew something was wrong before i even got the diagnosis so i i think i fasted like the first two weeks ramadan and then i stopped Mm -hmm. um but everybody was there we had you know lots of food and we were just sitting down and i had to tell everybody what was going on and, and we had to come up with a plan um And I remember, um, the whole time I remember just having this knot in my throat, Mm -hmm. this knot in my throat, um, finding it very difficult to even talk about it. Um, I'm a super private person. Um, do a lot of uh, internal, you know, internalizing and, you know, sorting things out, writing, you know, um, doing a lot of things creatively to to work through whatever issues that I'm having. And that was something that I could not work through by myself. I had to tell my family. Mm-hmm. I had to, you know. That um, was a really, really hard moment for me. But I think the way that, that my family dealt with it, the way that, that you all just, jumped right in and said okay what do we need to do what do we need to do um that made it so much uh easier for me Mm -hmm. um as opposed to and and some people go through these things and and that's why I, i truly 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 feel blessed because there are lots of people who don't have anybody they they really are forced to go through these things by themselves um Yeah, I'm I'm just thankful that that that, that wasn't the case with me. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that's one of the reasons why I started the Facebook page, the Candidly Cancer Facebook page. Um, That's one of the reasons why, you know, I'm I'm writing the book, um, which will, you know, come out later on down the line. Inshallah. Inshallah. But I I just wanted to kind of share a bit of of this journey um, and just be, you know, as... As frank as I could about it, because there are people out there who don't know what to expect. They don't know, you know, they don't know what's happening to them. And and I wanted to kind of be a be a part of their family, you know, from afar, even if it's through a book or through a a, a Facebook post or, or whatever.
4: Happy birthday, Halima, my little sister, my best friend. Uh, I miss you more than I have the words to express. Um, I love you you are always in my thoughts and you are always in my prayers happy birthday
5: I am Aisha um, I am Halima's uh, second oldest sister uh, I just want to say that I absolutely love my um, my little sister um, and I am a uh, um, uh, I am missing her physical presence, uh, but I am thankful to Allah that um, that I was blessed to have her um, in my physical presence for um, for the time that I did. Um, and when I think about her, quite often, um, I think Halima is. Um, I love Halima's smile, um, and I love uh, just her energy um, and the um, and her just her beautiful spirit. And I am just very um, uh, uh, you know, I just, I just pray that, inshallah, that we will be, um, in the same, uh, space, uh, inshallah, Jannah, um, on the, you know, um, when, when I make my transition. So, I, um, uh, I love her, and I just continue to, uh, make, uh, wonderful duas for her. Uh, my
6: name is Zaki Shahid. I am, um, uh, Halima's brother-in-law, but more of a brother, um, uh, so I've known Halima almost um, almost half my life, you know? Uh, and I remember when she first, she actually came to live with me and my wife, Aisha, when she was a teenager. So we, I always like to say we had a hand in raising her <laughs> as a teenager, you know? Um, so I was always very, I always felt like a protector, um, someone who is always overly concerned with her. So she was close. Um, and I appreciate her. I appreciated her, her spirit, her light. Um, she was always bubbly, um, even during times when uh, when it seemed like um, she should be upset or she should be frustrated. She always had like, she would have this same song voice and she would always, uh, always be optimistic. Um, uh, and she was, she was also uh, upfront. So she would tell you how it was, right? She didn't hold any punches, but she did it in such a beautiful, kind manner that you couldn't really argue with her, right? Um, so the, the um, you know, she, with that, she really made, um, she made, you know, being around Halima made you a better person. You know, um, she, you, you, you took the correction, she lifted your spirit and and then she was funny. You know, she was just, it was it was fun to hang around with with her. I had um, many, <laughs> many, 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 many um, uh, funny and hilarious moments uh, playing Ali and Aaliyah, Um you know, doing puppetry with her.
3: Uh, this is the Sun Puppet Theater. How okay. long have you been working with the Sun Puppet Theater? Oh, wow, uh, what's
1: it been, Ali? Maybe about, um, I guess 10 years now? Wow, 10 years?
3: I think it's been about 10 yeah. years. That's been a, That's long,
1: a long time. time yeah, yeah. like me. Yeah. Yeah. We don't age. Yeah. Good thing. Hugging some crap. That's what they
3: say. <laughs> okay. Right? And we've been yeah. all over the country. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. yes. We've, we've been, yes. been to yes. Washington. That's yes. right. California. Yeah. Beautiful weather. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and we and hope to
1: move. We haven't to been move. to New
3: York. Well, we'll get there soon. Hey, who's
1: out there? Book us in New York. We're New ready? York. <laughs>
3: Okay, Okay. I want to tell the people some things about you guys. Okay, Okay. so uh, let's start with the bully show. What Um, is it you
6: hope to accomplish? You know, it was she's just a good spirit. Um, I love her much. I still love you, um, and it's nice. Like every, a lot of people have been saying is you can still feel her around. I see her when I talk to her children. I see her and and in uh, her daughter, in the movements, um, in in the behavior and I can tell um, all the different people that she's touched, you know, you can see um, the the mark that Halima has made on them. So I feel like she's still around, she's that that spirit is still in motion Um, and I pray that she is in the highest level of heaven um, and and that all of her sins are forgiven. And I I love her much then and I still do. Miss you much, man.
1: I was having treatments uh, for chemo and people would continuously comment on my head wrap. I always had my head wrapped and they would say, oh, this is so nice. I really like it. Um, and I'm like, oh, it's super easy. I can show you how to do it. Um, and not really just patients, but the staff members at the hospital as well. So I talked to uh, my doctor and I said, you know what? I want to come back and do a um, like a workshop for the chemo patients and show them how to wrap their hair um, different ways that they can, you know, kind of, uh, you know, show their own style, uh, without having the hair, if they don't want to put a wig on, uh, a lot of people don't know unless you've been through chemo or had your hair fall out for some other reason. But when your hair grows back, it, it hurts, which is so weird to me. It was like a weird thing. Like my scalp hurt, like the follicles hurt when it when it was growing back, so putting on a wig or anything like that is, um, is kind of painful during that uh, point. So I said, well, let me just figure out um, when I can come back Your head and with was the, yeah, my head hurt. It was it it hurt mm. the growth. It hurt. It was painful. Mm. Yes. So, um, so I, I would wear a particular type of scarves and I would wear them a particular type of way where it wasn't you know it was it was uh, uh, the least amount of pain as possible. So. I talked to the doctor and I said, you know, I want to do like a workshop or something. Um, you know, she's like, well, you know, is it going to cost? No, no, I'm just going to do it for free. Just I just want to show people how to do this because it might help somebody, you know, like this helps me. It's just knowledge that I have. So why not share it? Right. Um, so she said, well, we have this breast cancer event coming up. Breast, care, uh, breast cancer awareness event um, happening on October 18th. And I said, OK, cool. Great. Let's do it And she said okay Well I'll I'll uh, link you up With the with the uh, director of it And you guys can go from there So I spoke to the uh, woman A uh, beautiful woman Named uh, Brenda Brenda with the I-E uh, <laughs> What? Uh, yeah she spells it with an I-E I've never seen it spelled like that before So I always remember That that's how she spells her name But anyways um, Lovely lady She says um, I'll just give you a booth And I said oh okay
7: Hey, this is your one and only uh, sister-in-law, your favorite sister-in-law, Aisha. Ah, um, I know you're no longer with us, but as the tradition goes, I want to continue to give you flowers. You are just such a beautiful, beautiful soul. You always have a, a funny, funny word to say to brighten up any... Space, uh, you you show so much strength um, in the light of adversity. Um, I will I will never forget um, all of the moments that we've been able to to, to share together, Um, both crying in the midst of laughing and hugging. Um, I know that you you love traveling, um, and so now you're 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 able to to travel to anywhere. And um, I know how much you missed Papa. Now I know that you're having some fun with him. You are a, just a phenomenal woman. Your um, uh, your little people uh, we're, we're wrapping our arms around them. You you've done such a phenomenal job with them as a mom, um, instilling in them uh, the love of this dean, the love of each other, the love of themselves, um, and so that is enduring and will last. Uh, thank you for all of the. Uh, The wonderful flower bouquets and all the purses that you you bought in support. Um, We're we're entrepreneurs at heart. Um, So just thank you for allowing me to be your sister. Allow me to love you and support you. Um, And thank you for all that you poured into me over the years. I love you.
1: And I said, Oh, okay, sure, I'll take the booth. So I, time passes by and I figure out what date my surgery is. It's supposed to be October 7th. Um, I have a genetic condition, um, where it, it leaves me prone to certain other types of diseases. So they want us to check that out first to make sure that I could be clear for surgery. Um, something called paraganglioma. I think that's the name of it. Paraganglioma. Mm. So, um, And if you've never heard of it, uh, you probably don't have it. But it's something good to check out anyways. (laughs) Um, So everything came back fine. You know, no problems with that. So that led my surgery to be pushed back for a week. So instead of having surgery on the 7th, I had it on the 15th. The event was on the 18th. So they're like, okay, there's no possible way you're going to come back out after surgery. So just heal up, rest up. Um, but are you still coming? (laughs) You know, they still ask. And I was like, you know what? Yes, I'm I'm still going to come. And I told myself, uh, the doctor said, you know, keep my arms elevated, you know, have some movement to make sure that um, the stiffness doesn't set in. So I said, well, if I'm doing head wraps, that's actually kind of good exercise. So I said I would do it. So I showed up. um, Tubes, you know, I I still have my draining tubes. I have two draining tubes. Um, You know, I wrapped them all up tight and I, you know, on my cutest little outfit that I could put on for the day, and I headed down to the hospital. Mm. And um, my sister uh, came and she helped me set up. She, um, our sister, uh, she's my sister now. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yes, our sister came, um, my, uh, my oldest sister, and, and she was just wonderful, wonderful, wonderful.
4: Yeah, I'm Hakima, I am Halima's eldest sister. And um, I just want to say happy heavenly birthday to Halima. My best memories of her are as an eight-year-old running down the street. um, I'd be coming home from school or running down the street to greet me. Hakima, she would run and she would... (laughs) That was, that was Halima, she was a bit of sunshine. You know, she didn't hold back. Um, you know, I there's not a day that goes by that I don't think of Halima. Um, you know, in quiet moments, um, when I see something um, funny that I think you know, she would have laughed at, You know, I wanna. I pick up my phone. Um, I have not removed her from my phone yet, Um, but there are times where you know I get ready to go call her Um, because she's still. She's still here. I feel like she's still here um, with me, with us. I feel like um, her presence is still here. Um, When somebody. you know, I'm at the store or at a restaurant and somebody's rude or whatever, I think of how she handled things with like such grace and, um, you know, the way she approached, um, people to kind of make them want to be their best selves. So not, you know, where I might be quick to snap on somebody or, you know, to be insulted or, you know, she would handle things in such a just, um, just graceful way that would make that person want to be better and want to do better. You know, I think about her often uh, when I'm in situations like that, Um, just on a daily basis. So um, I'm thankful to Allah that uh, she was in our lives um, uh, for the time that she was. Um, Her, you know, it was a gift. um, I miss her, you know, and I'm thankful just on a
0: daily basis. So I'm, I miss my little sister. Uh, my name is uh, Eric Cannon. Vale. Uh, everybody knows me as Uh Halima, she's, uh, she's my sister. I don't call her she's my sister. Um, I love her. I miss her. Uh, I'm just thankful that I was able to share these years with her. I mean, she was like a little sister to me uh, growing up. We always used to joke all the time, call each other names. And just her spirit, you know, growing up watching her like blossom to like the singer she was, <laughs> the jokester she was, uh entrepreneur she was. Like she wanted to do a flower, she did a flower, she wanted to be catered food. I mean, she was a a go getter. I mean, no matter what the situation was, she made sure that her kids were well taken care of. And nobody knows what somebody going through, but I just knew she just did her best to make her kids happy provide for them provide for herself and she always around us no matter what pain she was going through with cancer I mean she always had a smile on her face I think about when we went to go see um Dee, Dee uh on her birthday you know she wasn't feeling well but she still kept a smile on her face and you know she just wanted us all to be happy she wanted us to uh love each other uh, I appreciate her I knew, mean, like I said I do um I miss her uh, her smile you know her friendship her just being a, a good just person and like family person i remember picking up jenna for us for school and just anything that we needed you know she was just there to do it with no problem no matter what she had to do she just she did it and like like, like he said like her spirit is showing and than one of us especially janine watching that play just seeing her just act and just feel free you know not scared she's just performer like her mom was a publisher she's a performer so i credit that to the effort and the love that Alima put in her and the love that halima put in all of us so i just want to uh thank her Asked a lot of forgiveness for us saying it. i'm hoping she's there with pops to just look at on us and take care of us and that's something like them. um
1: so we showed people how to do head wraps. um we we gave some away you know uh People say, oh, how much are these? And like, you know what? These are, you know, you just take them. You can just take them. If you want to leave a donation, you can, but just take them. You mm-hmm. know, so we had several women come up and, you know, they took an armful. And, and you know, really? and we left them with a, a gigantic smile and thank you and, and see you next year. Uh, we had some uh, women who came up and they didn't need any scarves. Uh, they had their hair, um, but they wanted to do something. So we exchange information and said, "Well, if you come back next year, I want to donate my stuff. I want to. Mm. I want to buy some things to give. I, you know. So it was a way to help. So while all this was going on, back to uh, how this relates to your question, right? Mm. While all this was going on, random people kept stopping by the booth, um, and and smiling at me, you know, as if I had known them my whole life, and I had never seen them before. Uh, a couple of people, I, you know, I noticed, um. That I recognized them from, like the uh, surgery. You know, mm-hmm. there were a couple of med students that I recognized. I was, you know, happy to see them. They were happy to see me up and about. Surprised, of course. Mm-hmm. But after about the third person who stopped by, my my doctor came in. Um, who usually runs this breast cancer awareness event. This was her first year off because uh, she had just had a baby. So she brought a little four month old baby, gorgeous little baby. Um, so she came in. She's like, okay, I'm really sorry. I might have told people
4: that <laughs>
1: <laughs> that you're here and you showed up to do this and you just had surgery on Tuesday. Mm. And and I was like, it's absolutely fine. It's absolutely fine. Um, plus, I had already signed a disclaimer, you know.
2: Uh, <laughs> Hold on. There's a disclaimer you got to sign.
1: Yes, because the news was there. You know, they were taking pictures. So as a patient... Oh, oh to be at the event. Right. So as okay. a patient, right. you sign and, and you kind of just... like a release form to let them know, uh, yes, you can share my medical condition. You can share my picture, my name. Um, and you check off different things, you know, that you want. So I had already done that. Because um, I don't want to get her in any trouble. She, right. <laughs> she right. did. So, yeah. Um, it was, it was good. It was good. And I could tell just talking with those people, because I did talk to them like I had known them my whole life. You know, why not? They came over to smile at me and talk to me. Um, there's no reason to be rude. Hey, get out of here. This is my business, you know. Right. Um, and I was there to share my story. So that's what I did. Uh, I was able to kind of connect with them on, on a, a level that I think a lot of people don't get a chance to connect um, in that way. Uh, I was just a person, you know. Mm-hmm. I wasn't the patient at that moment, you know. I was just a person. I was just a person who um, who had surgery and was doing well.
2: Halima was uh, a wonderful person. She was a beautiful soul. And I'm blessed to have had her as a sister. And I remember her as a five-year-old breakdancing with me you know pop locking and <laughs> you know we we got this great Polaroid I wish I could find it because that would have been like the cover of this episode um, but uh, Halima was she was fun she was silly she was uh, intelligent and creative and uh, entrepreneurial uh, she was spiritual really had one of the most beautiful smiles that uh, that that you'll ever see uh, and it came from the inside out and Halima was resilient and um, and I learned a lot from her I I miss her I love her and continue to pray for her and pray that she's received with Mercy and the reward of the Most High, and that she continues to find blessings for the good that she has left uh, here in this life. And uh, I'm just grateful for her. So I'm remembering her on the day she came into this life, the day she was called back home, and every other day.
3: Lima was my, my, my shadow. Since the age of two or three, when she got her little bow-legged self up and started walking, uh, when I would take you all to school, take Dad to work, or whatever, she had her little. She always had a little tablet. She couldn't write, but she had a good memory, and so she would write down. Okay, now, Mama, we're going to go to pay the the gas bill, the phone bill, and the light bill, and then. Uh, we can go eat breakfast. The people the waitresses we went to wags then it was the restaurant on a uh, cottage cottage Road, on Cicero and they they just loved her because she was so articulate and serious and she was always writing her tablet. They give her a menu and they kind of nudge each other and say watch she can read and she point to I'll have the eggs. I'll have the pancakes, and she point to whatever she wanted, and then she can reach. She's so young, and I said, "Okay, yeah." And she would go, "We fooled them." <laughs> but she, she would, you know, memorize what was on the menu. "Mommy, what is this?" And I tell her so. Uh, I'd go to meetings, and I could take her anywhere, and she was just a little, a little me. <laughs> she was my mini me. As she grew up, and uh, you know, she's, she was so very, very talented. Uh, the last thing she did, she sung for our, um, we did something in the park. And I did not know, no, not Juneteenth. It was the, 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 the play that they had. Uh, oh, it, um, anyway, she sang the song. Uh, and she just blew everybody away. She, I did not know that she was so extremely talented. was, uh, her talent was shown when she did Aaliyah. Her and uh, Zaki had this wonderful vibe, you know, the connection. They play off of one another. She was a good songwriter. Uh, She, she was just an extremely talented young lady, you know, in the latter uh, time, months, she started a catering business. She had lots of customers. She started a, a flower business, you know, she'd make, uh, different arrangements and whatever uh, is just her talent was just blooming bustling as if it knew that we don't have a lot of time let's get all of this stuff out there and um, I miss her I find myself talking getting ready to call her and tell her something and, and I remember she's not there but what I uh, you know I, I I talk to her you know i I've, make a point. Them, Don't visit me. Don't come back and visit me. But, you know, we can talk and be in the mind, the spirit. But uh, there's a lot that I could say because she was such a talented, loving, awesome and the daughter, mother. And I, I just really miss her. And uh, I'm glad that Allah blessed me to be her mom
2: we've come to the end of this episode i thank you for joining us uh, keep up with us on social media you'll find us at the black glue podcast uh, remember to subscribe rate and review and share you know if you appreciate the content share it with others and hopefully they will also appreciate you know, if you got similar taste uh Before we leave, I want to share with you There's a narration that is attributed to the Prophet Muhammad Peace peace and blessings be upon him uh, Where a man came to him and said uh, O messenger of Allah, which of the believers are best? The messenger of Allah, peace and blessings be upon him He said, those with the best character The man then goes on to ask, he says Which of the believers are the wisest? The Prophet then said, those who remember death often and have best prepared for it with good deeds. Such are the wisest. My prayer is that we can exemplify those attributes, that we can be of those who uh, exemplify good character, those who remember death and who prepare for it by doing as much good as possible. Um, Hopefully our awareness and our acceptance of death because it is inevitable, it is our shared lot, that it allows us to live lives of gratitude live lives of purpose, uh, live lives where we let those whom we love know that we love them. Uh, and that, that's good living. So I'm going to leave you now as I greeted you. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you.